Hello, I'm Nate, and welcome to Psych for Today, a podcast that helps you understand the psychology behind events, situations, and people in our world today. While we'd normally be reluctant to even give these conspiracy theories any oxygen at all, it's what happened next that makes it newsworthy, because the person who hit the like button on the Thomas Paine tweet was none other than the president's own son, Don Jr. Everyone has heard about conspiracy theories. If not from the news or internet, most of us definitely have at least one uncle who believes the moon landing was fake or the earth is flat. Some of the followings behind certain conspiracy theories have become so large that they even have their own movies, like Loose Change, which talks about the truth behind several of the 9-11 conspiracy theories. To say the least, conspiracy theories are no longer groups of old men sitting in a basement wearing aluminum hats. They are mainstream. And so today we're going to be talking about the psychology behind conspiracy theories and where they have come from. It is my belief that there are not just two groups of people. Conspiracy theorists who are crazy and non-conspiracy people who are level-headed. In my experience, normal people can believe in conspiracies and non-normal people can totally not care about conspiracy theories. Believing in conspiracy theories, at least in the modern world, really comes out of a combination of factors, all of which we will be getting into today. If having a conspiracy theory was a seed, I think its beginning would be the problem of disconnection and disassociation between individuals and events. You see, in our day and age, so much of what we believe and know about the world we have actually never seen in person. Take a moment to calculate how many people you believe are real, how many animals you believe are real, how many scenes of nature you believe are real that you've never actually seen in person. It was all a picture, or a video, or a story someone told you. In our modern world, where technology can show us things we can't see in person, it's easy to start doubting what is real or not real. By the time most of us are 80 years old, we will have probably lived through at least 20 presidencies. But despite living through 20 presidencies and knowing what they look like, very few of us will have ever actually seen one in person. And it's this kind of chronic disconnection from actually experiencing events, people, and situations in our world that I believe begins the problem of conspiracy theories. When so much in our life is just this distant image on a screen that looks real, but we can't actually feel, this begins the problem of disconnection that can lead to conspiracy theories. As our seed of conspiracy theory grows, the second ingredient that can help it grow are people's predisposition to distrust, doubt, stubbornness, and fundamental thinking. Most conspiracy theorists show this unique blend of suspicion and skepticism and religious orthodoxy all at the same time creating the kind of person who both doesn't trust or believe what they see, while at the same time clinging to their distrust and belief aggressively. You can think of this personality type as a kind of quick-drying cement. As soon as it is laid out, it is already beginning to dry. They are able to become very hard and adamant about their distrust very quickly. And unless someone is intervening, they will most likely develop into a full-blown conspiracy theorist. And the toughest part about conspiracy theorists 
is that they don't just believe in one thing. Once the door of belief is open to believing in conspiracy theorists, it is like opening the door on all theories. Thus, it becomes very easy to move between theories. Most conspiracy theorists, despite their different conspiracies, tend to share the same tenets. They usually believe there is a secret group making decisions for the masses, that events are choreographed to give someone or something power or destruction, and that this secret organization is capable of massive, widespread, systemic manipulation. The last piece that really solidifies conspiracy theories is the nature of events that take place that people have conspiracies about. You ever notice that conspiracy theories are rarely about your local grocery store or the price of car washes, but are usually around bigger events like moon landings, 9-11, and the shape of the earth? This pattern tells us something important about conspiracy theories. They are perhaps a means for coping with the overwhelming and grotesque nature of big events taking place in our world today. Most events or situations that people have conspiracy theories about tend to be the kind of situations that make you feel very small, powerless, or sad. And in truth, if most of us let ourselves truly feel some of the events that have taken place in our world, it would be crushing. Which means that it is probably a good guess that conspiracy theories are really a form of denial to cope with the intensity of certain events or situations. Take the conspiracy theories around global warming, for example. When you really accept the reality that parts of the globe may flood and you may lose everything you hold dear, and that you are just one person in seven billion, the feeling of smallness can be crushing. But what better to get you out of that and also give you a sense of power control than calling it fake? Conspiracy theories really fit the profile for a coping mechanism. And I think behind most conspiracy theories are people really afraid to accept what is real about our world. So they reinvent realness by claiming they have found the real truth, which is that there is a secret organization bent on getting power or creating destruction, and that they are capable of controlling and manipulating the masses. So if you know someone who is a conspiracy theorist, or you are teetering on the edge yourself, consider this. Try and get closer to the actual source of events you are having doubts about. Go and meet some people who were there. See the memorabilia or equipment that is connected with the event. And stop just experiencing your whole world through a screen. You were made to touch, hear, and feel the world with your own body. And many times, getting out there to really experience it firsthand can help change a conspiracy theory or prevent one from beginning. Thanks for listening to Psych for Today. For more podcasts, blogs, and other information, visit ncwebster.com.